Greetings, everybody. I'm Bob Rivers, along with Zip, Zipfell, Ed Kelly, Andrew Rivers, and Dave, our executive producer behind the scenes. You know, uh, Dave, I always, I always wondered uh, what you did for a living that allowed you to have the, the freedom <laughs> of being wait, able wait. to. <laughs> hey, Dave, being able to help us with the podcast. Fail, fail. I'm hearing, I'm hearing the audio from five different places what do you mean wait a minute he's got the good stuff yeah <laughs> dave let me mute you and see if no that muted you bob okay sorry you... yeah you okay dave is everything working <laughs> are you in oregon did you try some of those psychedelics that they are legalizing he disappeared okay. i going that's it. Oh, I had a bunch of tabs open. I had, oh. and I still got. Shut. You ever feel like you pulled the curtain back on the wizard sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> All right, there goes Dave. Dave will always say, I don't need to be on. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Just by seeing you there, the fact that we have a producer yeah. gives us some cred. <laughs> and also, cachet, cachet. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So I had a bunch of tabs open to the different channels, Facebook, and, and they all came out at the same time. And I was oh, just in your head. Yeah. yeah. I That's love good. your green yeah. screen for 420, man. That is <laughs> wild. It's you know, the other good thing about having him on the screen is he can send a screenshot to the judge and let him know that he fulfilled his community service <laughs> for the month. That's you right. Know. You got it. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, tonight, the journey from reefer madness to acceptance and beyond comedian andrew rivers is going to join us uh also i listened to some ai music we'll talk about that and we will gloat a little over the almost 800 billion dollar speeding ticket that rupert, Mur rupert murdoch had to pay this week uh but we're not gonna uh, we have a mission on this show we're not gonna do politics the way other old white guys do politics not gonna do it not gonna do it we didn't have the lighter side and so zips at <laughs> Mr. Bush, you need your time, so I don't want to interrupt. Um, so Zip, <laughs> Zip wanted to talk about gun control because it literally is the number one story in the country. And I said, as long as we can call it the lighter side of gun control, we will find a way to talk Be about gun control. Very quiet. We are talking gun control. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's get back to Andrew first uh, because this is 420. And... Um, <laughs> It's funny, 4.20 in the afternoon, 4.20 on Fridays is kind of a celebratory thing. Has there been anything like this for drinking? Uh, I guess it was always, yeah. it's always been a happy hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, average. Cinco de Mayo is not even our holiday. It's not even a holiday in our language. We're like, build a wall, but also give us your food and your middle infielders and your, you know, to drink culture. We don't want any part of you as people and as humans, but we think you've had some good ideas. Yeah. And really make fantastic fast food for us. Appreciate yeah. it. Right. Okay. Thanks for giving oh, us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Cinco de Mayo, uh, Easter, Flag Day, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> Is that your <laughs> Yes. I can't, aff I, uh, you know, I can't afford uh, a separate yeah. studio here. Can we stop trashing my setup? I'm. <laughs> So the best I can. We, if you for, guys would buy my album sixteen thousand more times, I could afford <laughs> to move into a bigger house. 
This is everyone else's fault. It has nothing to do with me. I'm clearly very talented. By the way, that kind of bullheaded uh, <laughs> asswipe mentality, that is how you succeed in show business. I've been thinking about that lately. It took me too long to realize it. But yeah, yeah you've just got to go full throw. <laughs> you got to be your id. You got to be all about you and the whole rest of it. Like this whole empathy thing that I claim to care about <laughs> out the window. Um, all right. So let's begin this journey. I'm going to start with a film clip. From when I was in high school, I think, is when this movie came out. Have you ever heard of it, Reefer Madness, is Andrew? It, is it a talkie? <laughs> it is a talkie. <laughs> I've heard of the um I've heard of the name. I I can't say I've ever watched any clip of it. Okay. So um it's black and white. The history of uh marijuana and the law in the US is very interesting. Uh and it goes way back. Um Inter in the beginning, around the uh, well, since the 1830s, uh, marijuana was well known in Europe, uh, and uh, it was used to treat stomach aches, migraines, inflammation, insomnia, and a bunch of other things. Uh, but here, uh, around 1910, there was a huge problem. And by the way, talk about history repeating itself. Yeah. Mexican immigration to the U.S around the time of the 1910 Mexican Revolution, caused people in the U.S. to want to keep the Mexicans out. <laughs> Matt says it smells skunky in here. There are no new news headlines, by the way. <laughs> they are recycled uh, human failings or human, Pardon. you know, angst, human... Um, tribalism, protectionism that uh, keep coming up uh, throughout recorded human civilization. So anyway, around 1910, uh, the United States outlawed marijuana. It was after that, about 1916, the Marijuana Tax Act came along of 1937. That was the first time it was totally banned nationwide. And guess who objected? I know. Who? The cotton industry. Because oh, hemp was in competition. Okay, so they didn't object to it being banned. You were very correct. Uh, hemp was, you know, hemp was the product. It was an issue. No, who objected to marijuana I'm being? How many stories there are like that? Like the who killed the electric car? Who killed the <laughs> hemp uh, bracelet? Who sure. killed the? Uh, who killed the media star? Who killed the uh, whatever? But okay, but killed I, the radio star, look, I I'm on Wikipedia. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you donate? Because if you don't, they feed you misinformation. Yeah, it was the American Medical Association. Wow. Uh, because marijuana was a medicine. And uh, that's fascinating uh, because we've come full circle. So before we get into any further into that, I, I, I sent a clip to Dave and I think he's going to play it for us now. This is. The trailer from a film called Reefer Madness. Trailer for Sailor I saw this really stoned in the theater. <laughs> you did. Okay. Uh, how do I play it? You got it? school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana. The burning weed with its roots in hell. In this film, you will see the ease with which this vicious plant can be grown in your neighbor's yard, rolled into harmless-looking cigarettes. 
hidden in an innocent shoe or watch case. In this startling film, you will see dopesters lure children to destruction. We're going over to Joe's place. Why don't you come along? We have a date to play a set of doubles. Oh, you can play any time. Come on, we'll have some laughs. Can I go along with you? Sure. Hey, I'll see you at dinner, sis. If you want a good smoke, try one of these. You will meet Bill, who once took pride in his strong will as he takes the first step toward enslavement. <laughs> Smoking the soul-destroying reefer, they find a moment's pleasure, but mm. at a terrible price. Debauchery, violence, murder, suicide. <laughs> ultimate end of the marijuana addict hopeless insanity <laughs> see this important film now before it is too late and happy 420 to everyone <laughs> They said the same thing about the pandemic vaccines for a while. <laughs> there are no news headlines that are new. Okay, so um, that was made in 1936. And in the 1960s and early 70s, when I was in high school, that mentality pervaded our parents. So, yes, it was a generation prior to mine. But my parents, your grandfather and grandmother, thought that this weed was going to destroy their children. And, and by the way, there's always a grain of truth in every whacked out far right or far left opinion. Uh, I'm, I'm not really convinced that, uh, you know, the greatest well, thing for yeah. parents used to think that marijuana was harmful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, thank you, fake film guy. Um, <laughs> and and so I'm serious for a little bit here, but then please feel free to rip Knock me it off, Ed. Quit Sorry. being funny. Quit okay, being funny. Serious. <laughs> well, and I blame it partly on that movie. I remember coming home once with perhaps the smell of the sickly sweet smell of some burning rope okay. in my sweater. And I remember being grilled at the kitchen table by my parents. What are you on? <laughs> Your eyes are red. <laughs> so at this point, I remembered a certain TV commercial that said, Visine gets the red out. And I was just like, I better buy some of that stuff. Uh, uh, but I remember being absolutely frightened. And I also remember that, uh, and, and by the way, I did not keep using marijuana. Uh, for a couple of reasons, it, uh, some of the anxiety aspect of, first of all, I, I overdid it and some of it, you know, really didn't work very well for me. Uh, but, and over the years I got sober from alcohol and, uh, cocaine and all of these other, all of these other ways to escape my parents. What are you on <laughs> games? <laughs> and and so, yeah, I just decided I was an addict and better off with nothing. Um, fast forward 
to the end of prohibition, which really starts happening, I think, in 1996 in California, when uh, medicinal marijuana became somewhat approved and has con- continued a steady progression as various states loosen laws and um, thank and, you, you Normal. Yeah, and move towards uh, medical and then recreational. And go back to a couple of years ago when I basically, uh, as I knew I was getting ill from something, turned out to be, you know, probably this uh, esophageal cancer thing. I had all kinds of neuropathics, uh, neuropathy symptoms, migraines, headaches, and, and I went through this gamut of prescription drugs. And I just want to say this. All the stuff they say on the TV commercials about (laughs) (laughs) prolific (laughs) diarrhea, losing your erection, all of those. Losing my erection, (laughs) trying to keep it I mean, I I just picked my favorite too, but seriously, (laughs) prescription drugs have so many side effects. And it wasn't until about 2019... 2020, just before the pandemic, that my naturopath said a lot of people get relief from some cannabis products. And if you're kind of scared of it, you start with just CBD. And then there's this whole... R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) But then there's this whole, Ed, you know this, there's this whole, uh, and you could do this as Cheech or Chong if you want, there's this whole... Yeah, man, but you need the full spectrum. You have to have at least a little THC in there in order for it to, the CBD. Otherwise, I won't get a fly high, man. And I didn't want to get high, by the way. I I was like petrified of it. And, And so I started taking this essentially to see if it would moderate the headaches. And, you know, there's a thing called the placebo effect. Yes. If you take anything. There's, there's what's the what's the stupid movie where the people are dying out of something and they say forsythia will be the cure oh there's <laughs> some dumb comedy movie well if enough people believe it 25 percent of them will get better because the power of the human brain to influence even your own health is amazing also it, you know we talk about the things like prescription drugs do to us or things that for, for example, marijuana does to us. Anything you put in your body has a cause and effect. That's just how it works. You know, they talked about this during the vaccine. Like, of course, some people are going to get sick. Also, if you fed everyone in the world a peanut, a lot of those people would die also, you know. Yeah. So even just as simple as certain foods or certain, you know, just because you're allergic to the green products, they work wonderful for me. So get off my back, dad. I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Um, as I say, your mileage may vary. Very good your point. Your mileage Andrew. may vary. Yeah. Now, Ed, I, I know that I'll continue telling my story a little, but uh, but really I want to include everybody in this. So, so at some point, it really started to be the thing that helped my nausea and migraines. Yeah. And then when I got the um, cancer diagnosis, and I got on all these hard chemo and drugs, and then as it came roaring back, I tried the prescription medication again, and it turned out that the THC pills, they just basically melted, the opposite of what they did when I was a paranoid teenager, by the way, they melted away the stress. And confession, 
music sounded awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. So man. I had a yeah, had a little Did bit you of play a high Black Sabbath backwards by any chance. <laughs> I could play it backwards without even pushing play <laughs> if I'm in the right mood. <laughs> And so, yes, I, I once again, and by the way, that scared me because I was like, oh, no, no, I don't want to become dependent yeah. on a drug. All of a sudden he woke up. He's like, I'm really good at chess. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Or like Reefer Madness. Yeah. Next time my son comes, he's going to be at the bottom of the pool. So anyway, that show. happened and it's it's caused me to rethink all of that, but also to have lots of questions uh, because as Andrew points out, it's a little different on everybody that uses it. And I know that in this group, so I'm a medical patient. Andrew is a, um, a guy who's come up in comedy, much like, you know, some of the great comics, um, who has found in itself. that it's helped his head. And Ed Kelly, uh, you are, have been, I think a lifelong partaker. Is that fair to say? Uh, my brother took me downstairs to a pot party at 12. Yeah. Okay. At 12. <laughs> Prior to 12, you were a virgin. Just like that girl that got, <laughs> yeah, by the right. way, in that video, when the guy is grabbing and groping the girl, I'm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. finally the star of the show gets to talk. <laughs> you got the hook. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so welcome to the 420 show. We got rid of Bob. Um, <laughs> I actually hit a button that knocked myself out. Oh, here we go. In the movie where that guy is like on the couch with that girl and his, his descent into madness, I'm like, I'm going in both feet first. Yeah. Um, but, but ultimately, insanity. Yeah. So, uh, so here we are. It's modern times. Um, I guess I want to talk to Ed and Andrew about what, like, cause I'm still, uh, you have to go soon, right? Andrew, you have a show. Yeah. About 10 minutes. Okay. Let's talk to you first. What does, um, what does it do? What does the dope do to you? Um, again, a, a, a lot of people have different experiences for me. I, um, uh, I was scared of it. And then my friend runs a show called The Dope Show, which I'm actually on tonight. And so the tonight. whole point of the show is to... <laughs> Death, uh, I've, Death. I've heard about these comedy shows. Yeah, yeah you, 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 tell a, you, you do one set and then you take a break and you uh, experience a different world and then you come back. And that really, um, you know, was a way to sort of uh, do it where I'm most comfortable, like around friends and at work. And, uh, you know, that sounds like a bad place to experiment with drugs. <laughs> take drugs for the first time at work but it was encouraged you know yes, um was. so again it, you know you have so, to learn to navigate you when you were younger that. when you were a teenager you weren't experimenting with this stuff no i um and yet I, you, you know, would come in and i would go what's in your eyes <laughs> <laughs> what are you on did i ever do that clouded, but it's just uh yeah. just uh I, I got COVID early and i had brain fog as a kid but okay. um <laughs> no i just was an idiot all by myself and um so i didn't need help and then when i was starting out as a comedian it was you know even though drinks were two dollars at open mic it, i still couldn't afford that so Wow. I just uh, was lucky enough to not get a get hooked on alcohol right away. And so um, <laughs> but I, I didn't, you know, once I entered my 30s, I think I needed a little soul searching and a little bit of um, 
um, exploratory, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so um, once I, I discovered this, I uh, enjoyed some of those side effects that really let me get lost in my own world. And, and again, there, there are times where you can feel anxious, you can feel all these other things, but you, you know, if you're a maybe more experienced user, you can know when that's coming and know how to control it. And, and, you know, when you, how you know, not, I have little mantras overdose. and I have, you know, little things that I do when I get, you know, when people complain about Seattle's weather, they're like, oh, what do you do with the rain? And I'm like, you get a coat. It's not that big of a deal, you know? And so what do you do when you get hungry? You eat. What do you do when you, you feel emotion? You smoke weed. We have a process yes. for dealing with things. And so, um, yeah. It's not, is, it it, like a, is it like a religion to you in a sense? No. Is it is it like deeply spiritual? Um, it can make me feel that way. I mean, I feel immense gratification and, and gratefulness. And I, um, I, I, you know, I, I hang little, little mementos on my wall for like, you know, the time I went to Hawaii and there's a pineapple on my wall. And so even though I'm in my room all day, but every once in a while, like every six months, I glance over and I see that pineapple. And then you think of all the fun times you had and the time you guys surprised me and, so it allows for me to sort of get lost in, in a, that world a, a little bit. It's a daydream enhancer. <laughs> I did not understand a thing Andrew said. <laughs> what no, what he's saying is his, I, whole, his whole apartment is full of fridge magnets. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I summarized what you said, but that's good. I'm an old man. Um, um, yeah, so... Um, yeah. I, I like it. Um, but again, I don't, uh, you know, when I was with you guys for the week, uh, I also knew, even though you guys don't care, I thought, you know, I won't bring any with uh, the kids being around. I don't need them, you know, looking through my shoe, even though I think that's a good hiding spot. Uh, <laughs> you know, the By kids the way, will find it. So in a movie, I think they show a hollowed out woman's heel as a heel, place to put yeah. a joint. Yeah, Have you seen that? They, yeah. They said the shoe and the uh, what was the belt buckle? They're, that's they're right. Lighter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I, you know, like, I don't know if there's a coin for making it seven days, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I certainly don't need it, but I certainly like it, but I haven't sold any of your mom's jewelry yet. So it's, it's not a problem. So yeah. there's a coin for seven days and then there's a bag of Cheetos. If you can't make the seven days, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. All right. And a little about you, cause you know, we don't talk about it a lot. I know Lizzie worked in the industry actually as a bud tender. Yeah helping to care for plants. She does not do that anymore. She's uh, she's in the rock and roll concert industry, actually the concert industry as a roadie. Uh, yeah. But the two of you, um, it's a, it's your, would you say it's your glass of wine? No, I'm a very infrequent user. I'm a wake and baker. Uh, when I have to get things done, I find it very productive, you know, it, uh, not, not, not the indica, but sativa. Um, I will just things that normally uh, are tedious become not so tedious. Oh. I become a clean freak, which is, which I am not. <laughs> you know? So but when I'll you just, say I'll start, so you said two different things that seem to be the exact opposite. We were talking about weed, that. not meth, Ed. Yeah. I, I know <laughs> confusion, but... You said a very infrequent user, and then you said wake and baker, which is someone who can when pick I it up do I, when I yeah. when I do it's it's very often a wake and bake or an end of day where. I just want, I just need to chill. So does, 
does when I do mean 364 days a year? I, I just, no, to, Lizzie, Lizzie yeah. how often how often do I do I hit hit what? How many times in a month? She's 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 got a split going now. Have Lizzie come on and say hi. By the way, she, I like that she, she wanted to. Earlier. I like that we can she's call, we can phone a friend on this show. We can sure. Is <laughs> that your final her. answer? Do you want to phone a friend? Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Tell her to Hang come on, over my and dad, say hello. My girlfriend wants to say it's something too. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I'll introduce you eventually. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, we Take miss you. Four twenty, Lizzie. Hello, hello. He has the headset. I can't hear it. Go ahead. I know. Here, just pop on for a second. Pop on. Hey, Lizzie, we miss you. It was so fun to see you out at Stonehill Farm a couple years ago. Yeah. I miss you too. Wow. Yeah. It's so cool. How are you doing in the, in the rock and roll concert business? You uh, like, do you lift heavy equipment? What do you do? And is this, by the way, the the universal handshake of what you do? Do you have to be able (laughs) to do that? Oh, hang and lose. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're always lifting heavy things. Uh, We were building out for Luke Combs yesterday three-day build the lion king the lion king show the broadway down in toledo for three days and my goodness that was uh miraculous to see Mm. Um, and what are we doing oh corporate events as well today that's what i was doing so is it a thing is it a thing about equal rights now uh that uh, that because like most roadies would not be a girl of your slender uh, a oh. gentle frame. Uh, but is it, is it, it a thing? <laughs> By the way, Ed can't hear me. And I love this. He's like, what the heck is he saying to my girlfriend? Um, uh, so like, is it, it, does it matter how, how big you are and muscles uh, to, to be a roadie? Oh, they call me big Liz for a reason. <laughs> I, I pull more than my own weight. I That's do. True. She, mm. she can, she can clean and jerk me. <laughs> well, there are either women I work with that stand at five foot even, and they can throw as much as I can. It's just how you do, how you condition. Um, it's about being, leverage, right? Being protein packed and ready to send it, because that's <laughs> what the industry about: yeah, rock right. and roll and being behind the scenes. And your territory oh, is Detroit, right? You do concerts that come through Detroit. Both. Detroit State area. I'm going everywhere. I'm planning to travel this year. That's awesome. So, absolutely. Is that even though it's 420 and that's what made me think of you, you haven't been in that industry for a while. Is this way better? Is this is this your passion? Oh, uh, this is the passion I would like to pursue. Absolutely. Behind the stage until I'm on it. Uh, (laughs) Last last question. Did you decorate that room or did Ed do it when he was hopped up on sativa crystal meth? (laughs) (laughs) Sativa crystal meth. Okay. It's a beautiful room. away all my secrets. It's so cool with all the gold records and everything. All right, Lizzie. It's great to see you. You should come Good on once in a while. Just Likewise. bring the average age. You bring the average age of our old man group down by 20 to 30 years. <laughs> Much appreciated. 35. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Thank Ed. You. Um, anyway, so, so back to this. Zip, you are uh, like me. Uh, you, we both been, you know, whiners and and quitters and <laughs> part of a twelve step program and all of that. Uh, what do you think of all of this? Because I'm guessing you are still, uh, you, you haven't had any conditions where they've talked you into sativa yet. Uh, I oh. cannot tell a lie. Oh, oh Zip cannot lie. No, I have uh, taken uh, CBN and THC gummies to sleep. Okay. To sleep. Oh boy, that's which are, are really kind of like melatonin, but without the draggy hang hangover. 
Okay. You know, seriously. And it's been very helpful. Uh, But other than that, no. And by the way, getting high while you're asleep doesn't count. (laughs) No, I mean, it does if you sleep for three days. (laughs) From a strict 12 step thing, people go, hey, you can't, you know, it just, it worked out for me or it has. Well, and here's the, here's the skinny on that. Cause I believe now in having absolutely no secrets. Um, uh, The, when Anyone I was fake- needs uh, help getting to sleep, they should just play this podcast. Every <laughs> <night>. <laughs> I hate when he gets on the board. <laughs> I gotta go. I love you guys so and much. Oh, that's why, that was your killer too. exit line. I love that, Andrew. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Good nice to see tag. you. <laughs> he's getting sharper by the day. Oh, oh, he's he's wonderful. In fact, I'm learning from him now. I realize how dull I've been getting. Um, I can't believe that's your progeny. <laughs> I can't even remember where I left off before he had that great line. Uh, I was talking about the, the violating 12-step Oh, yeah, regimen. okay. So I actually, um, when I had, you know, real need for some relief, I actually called my sponsor, my AA guy that I've known for decades, and I called a, a noted neurobiologist friend of ours. And I, you know, I basically said, I don't know, like, am I fooling myself? And, and, and the answer was when you're a patient who won't take your medicine, my, my sponsor said, I actually consider that a relapse if you won't take your medicine, yeah. if something works for you. But my dear friend, uh, the brain scientist and sponsor both agreed. The issue with um, being an addict and having all of those, you know, drunk issues and all of that in the past was that my behavior was out of control and my life was out of control. And so, um, I, I made a rule and he, he said, this was good. My sponsor, that like, I'm just not going to lie about anything. And because if I started like, oh, like when I got the oxycodone, I was like, mm-hmm. I looked at that and I went, okay, ripped from the headlines. <laughs> if rush limbaugh could succumb to this so could i you know i was really worried i was gonna was gonna be an addict but it was a medicine and uh thank goodness it was a medicine for, for me too bob just for your yeah. information it was perfectly legal it came from a licensed druggist i mean who knew well you shopped around and got a dozen or so licensed it was, it was available everywhere. I mean, come on. Everybody in the country was doing it. And I didn't, didn't you have a housekeeper or somebody who got like 10,000 pills? I'm sorry. My cochlear ear just gave out, Bob. <laughs> so I really thought about it that way. I thought like, um, you know, I, I could be an addict. And so I really worried about it. And then now here it is like two, three years later. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. I was like sort of freaked out about nothing the thing about oxycodone is thank god for constipation because constipation <laughs> would keep me from being addicted to anything yes it does take the uh, liquids from i the could body. I, I could handle the loss of you know shring i could handle <laughs> we talked about we talked about different side effects of antidepressants and stuff like that i could handle some of that but uh anyway so here on this 420 we celebrate the legal history of marijuana. The United States. And you, can, uh, you can still go yeah. to jail in some states, right? What's that? Still go to jail in some states? Yes, I believe you can. 
over um, a certain amount. I don't it's think. Still, I, look, it's not national yet. This is what's funny about the United States. We're we're so provincial and so local that people in Ohio are like, they're really fucked up in Pennsylvania, aren't they? And then <laughs> people in Tennessee are like, those liberal assholes in Washington State want everything to be woke and everybody to be transsexual. In fact, they want you to be transsexual. If you're not transsexual, you just don't fit in. Well, all I know about this is that if... If people were, if those stories were happening, they'd mm -hmm. be raw meat for clickbait right. media. So, so this is sort of how I know things aren't happening. If it ain't clickbait, and it sounds like it would make great clickbait, it's probably safe to assume it's not happening. That makes sense. Sorry, I like, don't know, man. It's fortunate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tax you. Might got a little heavy to follow for me. Yeah. What's your day like, by the way? Because we call you a narcoleptic ad. You nap a lot. Yeah. Well, you know the, the sleep. The sleep thing has been uh, a lifelong affliction. You know, right there with from, you, man. Yeah. But um, uh, today, uh, because Lizzie, you know, uh, totaled her car and somebody cut her off and Honda went boosh, into the wall. So I, I had to take her to work. I, I, we got up at seven. I made her a little bit of breakfast and uh, out we went to, uh, to the job site. It's only about a half hour away. And I came back and then I came home, did a bunch of auditions. When you, when you say job site, up. you mean the concert venue that she was working? Is a job no, site? No, she it was actually a corporate event. She had to wear corporate blacks, which is a collared black shirt, a belt, and mm -hmm. uh, khakis. Okay. You know, uh, you're supposed to have steel-toed boots, but they get a little, you know, less strict about it when you go to a corporate okay. thing. Because it's not like... But she had to put up a video wall, wasn't it? Uh, we, re we recreated the Aurora Borealis. You recreated the Aurora Borealis? Oh, Say that wow. one ten times. Projection screen. The video and the soundboard. So she's oh, getting the hallelujah whole. Hallelujah to you. Hallelujah to you. She says. <laughs> no, she's getting all, all all this techie training. I mean, it's really learned by doing as well. And some of them are yeah. union gigs, so they pay they pay pretty well. She's, I'm very proud. I like that she's your she's like your caregiver there in case you fall over and kick it up. She's right. She's always in the room, even if we can't see her. <laughs> she just ran over because she, she heard me. Oh, she heard you talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so do you go to are you up late or do you... um, I try? I try not to because I find that um, early is when when I'm most succinct and most fresh, you know, um, OK. But but sometimes I do I do stay up late. But this, I got a great prescription. So early is better for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. well that that's true. And that's another thing, you know, because occasionally uh, when you do, you know, a hit, it'll just make doing the spectrum analyzing, you know, the the mm. the uh, Adobe Audition shooping, as they say, shopping and the editing and the cleaning up of the files. It yeah. just makes it more interesting. It turns into color forms. <laughs> Are, and you. Would you say your ninety percent of your voice chameleon work is um, home? Your, your remote worker. You're not. You're not going oh, yeah. I did, to. I did yeah. a, a game this week right out of my booth. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I, I, I saw it online. It was from, it was from a Michigan company. I said, "Hey, <laughs> you know, it was a video game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of voice and do you I, do for this video? I love well, your video was, game voices. I, I, gosh, Get, I lean remember. into the microphone. I want to really feel like I'm in the game. Well, it was this guy introducing Plut 
Pluno Cranium Tum or some some you know corporate evil guy that I had to do, and oh. uh, we did a pickup session today. We did the main portion yesterday. And, what are the uh, it was, like? It was Klingons. all on Zoom. What are the like Klingon kind of voices that sound like? Uh, yeah. yeah, do some of yeah. that for me, please. Well, this is my AMSR, by the way. ASMR. So did come to did my you, galaxy. Did you say they monitor the session by Zoom and then you send Zoom, them the Zoom this time? Yeah. yeah. And I, so does I anybody give me cor pronunciation correction? It's not. <laughs> no, most of my roles are English, but I do a lot of dialect work. They like yeah. the dialect. I love yeah. the foreign language, the, the alien language stuff. I just love yeah. it. No, seriously, I get it, yeah, it. I, I mean, I, it could almost gibberish. be a fetish. It, it, yeah. it was an improv game called gibberish that we used to do, and that's <laughs> come in handy uh, as it turns out. I think press conferences should be done by these <laughs> alien people. <laughs> that's, a, that's a capital idea. Yeah, you know, the White House press correspondent comes out and yeah. starts doing. Yeah. <laughs> That would, that would be a way to cut through. Yeah. <laughs> it would. Um, all right. Let's move on. Sure. Have any of you listened to AI music yet? No, but I heard that it's phenomenal because you can feed, you can feed the chords in and it will rearrange them in different order, but it will still sound like the song that you want it to sound like but it will not be copyright infringement or intellectual property theft. Zip. Mm. I just heard a story today about some guy who blended two AI catalogs and it's the top sampled thing on Spotify. Did that mm -hmm. happen today or recently? Yeah. I heard that. I've been staying away mm -hmm. because my, my, if it ain't clickbait, it ain't great theory which applies to the news is if the news will find me when it's interesting enough. I know that's hmm. not true because there's so many interesting things buried so deep these days, but I but sort of go, go by that. I figure it'll find me. So today I saw something that made me finally click on an AI link for music. And what it was is I guess the band Oasis, oh, love those guys. which I'm not, you love Oasis, right? I do. Yeah. And how long has it been since they put out an album? Oh, long time. I mean, like forever. Yeah. Well, they can't get along. <laughs> they beat each other they up. Can't, every they can't show. stand each other. Like <laughs> the Gallagher bad. brothers are, yeah. might as well be boxers. <laughs> well, so apparently Oasis fans got tired of waiting and they created IASIS, AIASIS. <laughs> oh, Liam's going to be jumping off the London Bridge. <laughs> At the same time, uh, you may have heard this story in the, U in the news Universal uh, Recording, Universal Artists which I think is the largest record conglomerate in the world. If they haven't bought enough labels, now they're, they're number one or number two. Right. Uh, they want AI music to be outlawed as copyright infringement. So it's funny. I um, hearken back to bags. other, yeah. Other empty changes and cats all over the room. So you know? what do you say? I say there's empty bags and cats all over the room. I mean, the cats out of the bag on, I think. Oh, empty bags. Hold on. The cat's you need a cartoon illustrator for some of what you do, by the way. 
Can we hire Because I now get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And there's historical precedent. When the Mellotron came out, uh, that put symphony orchestras. Ooh. No, that's the. Um, oh, that's the. Theremin. That's the, fer- the theremin. The theremin. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to pheromones, those things that make you horny that you just can't see. <laughs> I guess my mom now. Your side, you got Lizzie there. We got nothing here. Um, <laughs> Sounds like the same argument of samples. Yes, you know, exactly. Like yeah. samples. Yeah. And, and, and the Mellotron was, it was evil because it was just tapes of an instrument. And, and, yeah. and really, what I think about AI, well, first off, I listened to a whole bunch of them. I listened to the AI, uh, AISIS, the Oasis yeah. one, and then I listened to some AI Beatles, and it was so bad, really, that oh, it was so so bad that I realized, yep, that's why none of it has gone viral yet. Because if if AI writes a Beatles song that can actually compete with the Beatles, who wouldn't jump on doing a story about it? Well, that's what Oasis did. <laughs> you think about it well they sort of stole from the Beatles. yeah i mean you think that's the other thing about music is everybody steals from it's all derivative yeah it's all derivative there's only eight notes or if you count half tones however many notes and there's only so many chords and um it's how you express yourself as a human being that makes a song and a performance wonderful now AI will keep getting better and better. Remember, the first color TVs were pretty blurry, too. <laughs> yeah, they were. It will um, you know, get better and better, and it'll get to the point where it could make a Beatles song, and you go like, yes, I hear the influences. Right. You know, here comes the sun through the bathroom window. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Does it scare you guys yeah. at all? Penny called the sack is blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, whatever they do. Um, but I mean, there will be ways to do it that will te- be tested by the law. Hmm. Because. Court progressions, that sort of thing. It is the nature of innovation to tiptoe as close to thievery to as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about YouTube, this platform think, that we're on right now. It started off as just piracy. Think about uh, Tencent in China. <laughs> it's cut and paste everything from Americans. Yeah. So anyway, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting, but I, I'm here to report. Uh, you can go ahead and Google it all you want. IASIS and AI Beatles. Nothing. If you if you hear something impressive, please, uh, please send it to me. Now, now, I heard a report police, on AI. <laughs> are they policing, uh, you know, the academia as far as AI, you know, term paper and blah, they blah, can, blah? They can't so far from what I read because um, the, all the software they had that was built to um, find plagiarism in, in submitted work in academia doesn't work with AI because it rearranges everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't exist in any form that the current software yeah. can find no and there's a precedent for that too zip the precedent is uh uh ad which i used when i was in high school and that was basically i took an encyclopedia and i copied stuff from it and changed a few words that was artificial dumbass <laughs> <laughs> only it wasn't artificial <laughs> no but i mean that's like so yeah. really what we're doing is we're creating tools 
to do what we do as humans anyway, which is communicate and be influenced by each other. They can call it plagiarism if they want, but the legal plagiarism is a legal description. Yeah. Um, I just used the word description. Where did I get that word? Merriam Webster. They don't own the word. No. You know? And many of our phrases, especially when dumb old white guys talk about politics, are simply bullet points that we grabbed from various narratives that we've heard that we chose to go along with. Please don't say bullet points. I'm in Detroit. I thought we were going to talk about gun control. By the way, certain key words bother the woke Kelly's Triggers. (laughs) Triggers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't say trigger. Uh, and, Triggers and, a horse. But here, here, even what we're doing now is we're talking about these things in the language popularized by old man media. I call it yeah. OMM. Um, I call it hate radio. <laughs> uh, it, it, do you really? No, sometimes. And yet you go I, on I every think, week. I think Limbaugh, became, he started out okay and he just, he just went off the the deep end a little bit does that apply to all right wingers because i I find some of them pretty entertaining yeah and i'm not saying he was not entertaining i'm just saying that he was awfully loose with the facts oh because just the way it was but it took it 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 was it was something he ramped up to you know i love that kind of like dr laura she i didn't hate her at first i actually Mm -hmm. quite liked her and then she just got on my nerves Got on your nerves. Yeah. Well, she, she's a. Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> He's so woke. <laughs> you sensitive new age guy. No, she's you. she's a right winger. Are you kidding, yes. Doctor Laura? She's total right winger. Oh yeah. But she's yeah. look. We're all. This is why I have no good at politics. We're all hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all uh, play with the truth in whatever way we are either fooling ourselves or think we can get away with. So that is fooling yourself. Yeah, you believe it. That isn't really what bugs me. You know um, what bothers me? Just yeah, about everything. Bo- That's about why everything. I'm yeah. dead. <laughs> no, Not what bothers I'm... me is that you can't actually solve anything by picking a side and lighting your torch and holding your pitchfork in the other hand. That it's a. That, that is why when I had a pothole. I just went to the corner. I got a dump truck from a friend. Sure. LA, you can stand and complain, or you can get out the shovel and get the blacktop and bang it down and mm-hmm. fix the pothole, your damn self. Stop whining. There's no whining in potholes. Damn it. I'm, I hope you saw the story. There's no atheists in foxholes. Is that a parody of that statement? No, 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 no. There's Arnold no whining in potholes? <laughs> yeah. What's no, that? no whining in baseball. Oh, no whining. Remember, remember Tom, Tom Hanks? Yes, I do. I do. I do. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's, yeah it was boy, a you know, I'm not that sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not. I, I wish I could uh, memorize stuff. That's part of the reason I'm no good at politics either is that even if I'm right, I cannot win an argument with someone who has just watched Tucker Carlson for an hour. <laughs> he's he's oh, armed man. with all the arguments. Um, although I'm, I'm starting to watch Tucker again. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to understand everybody. I, um, are you a Gutfeld fan? What, what's that? Are you a Gutfeld fan? No, him I really am annoyed by. Really? Yeah, and there's I, a, I think the, the show has some zingers, man. There's some funny stuff. So the thing that annoys me about Gutfeld mm-hmm. is that if you take away the picture yeah. and listen to him, just 
him. He's doing a parody of Colbert, and his voice sounds exactly like Colbert. Listen to Gutfeld. Next time you're listening to Gutfeld, blindfold yourself. Do that. And it could literally be Colbert if he had a concussion and didn't remember who he was. (laughs) (laughs) But Colbert's a genius, though. Look, there... I'm not going to put anybody down who can do that kind of stuff every day because you have to operate on a high level of intellect. Uh, you have to have great commentary. You can, can't go too far because you work for a giant corporation. Yeah. And when you work for a giant corporation, as I we mean, all have, multinational, global corporations, monoliths, there's a system of checks and balances. There's and a, huh? And bosses. <laughs> yeah. The bosses get away with whatever they want up yeah, but, to a point. Yeah. See Les Moonves. Yes. See Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Well, he got his wrist slapped, but yeah. I'm sorry. It, almost $800 billion is not a wrist slap. No, it's not. But in, in Rupert Murdoch uh, money? I mean, by, by any... Stretch of the imagination. That's a porn cornholing at the very least. But it, but the, the what what was the annual income for? Tip Fox knows what that year. reference means. Cornhole yeah. is a very fun family game, but not yes, when it's it in porn. It's <laughs> <laughs> so juvenile. I can't even go there. I I'm not. I've decided I'm not changing. So go ahead. No, the revenue from Fox for one year was 220 billion or something like that. So wow, four what, years what, of lost revenue. Billion, yeah. Yeah, remember they were going for like 1.6. So they literally split it in the middle at half. And everybody thought the 1.6 was crazy. The the thing they thought about uh, Dominion is they were going to have trouble proving actual damages. It was easy to prove lying. Mm. It was easy to prove... Damage to the brand, yeah. Was harder. Pardon me? Damage to the brand yes. was a, a harder thing to establish. It was easy to prove a kind of fraud on your audience. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, and I'm surprised they didn't go with the Tucker Carlson defense. Well, no one takes this stuff seriously anyway, because that is an, that is an honest defense of today. Oh, well, that's just part of the shout and frog. Yeah, it's entertainment. It's part of the show. And... And I must say, I was a little surprised. I thought they would go to trial for the ratings. Mm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Rupert Murdoch, and and here's the really funny thing. At the end of the day, I I got a tweet. My first tweet was actually from Borowitz doing a parody about the settlement. So I actually heard a parody of the settlement before I heard the settlement. Really? And it said, the parody said, Tucker Carlson announces that Fox did not settle. (laughs) (laughs) on his show (laughs) which is great if you ever get the borrow its report it's 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 worth subscribing to (laughs) because the the fact of the matter is you can report something that's not true yeah and i've heard it on every station every network well i haven't so the day of the settlement Mm -hmm. i watched now i didn't watch fox all evening yeah But I went to their website and I looked to see where the story ranks. Mm -hmm. There was no story. Mm -hmm. Well, part of the the settlement was they didn't have to cop to it, right? 
On yes. Air. Yes. Part of the settlement was that they had already said we aired things that were not true. And that was the end of it. They did not have to do a big on air apology. Dominion just went with the cash. Dominion went with, OK, yeah. well, you got eight hundred billion dollar reason, eight hundred billion reasons you said we fucked up. Right. <laughs> and and what's funny is that that should be enough for just about everybody, except that people will go, well, it was all just showboating anyway. And it, it, and it won't get reported on in lots of places. It'll, and it it's kind of already a little out of the news cycle. In fact, Why? do you know what else is out of the news cycle? What's that? Trump getting arrested. Hmm. It kind of stole the thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, when I got arrested, my parents were mad for months. This is not fair. <laughs> I've never been arrested. I can't go there. What are you on? <laughs> Charges, several of them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they were undercover agents. I just thought yeah. they were friends and I was splitting it up with them so I could, never mind. Yeah. Revealing too much. Well, I think you, I think it, it also served to keep the, the talent from having to contritely go hat in hand. So, yeah, we like, because yeah. credibility would have been forever compromised. Yeah, it has Although, been anyway. I, I, I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I agree with the fact that forever exists in our media right now. Mm, I, no, that's I, true. Actually, I mean, yeah, yeah, because Brian Williams, you know, that thing. Who cares? He's on another network. Nobody talks about any of that stuff. Yeah, and he didn't even do anything that bad. No, he just exaggerated about. This was a fib. Well, it was a lot. fib. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was a straight up fib. Yeah, How many guys, fibs have we all oh, told tonight? Does anybody oh, know this? You know, people lie. I forget the statistic. It's something like 29 yeah. times in a day. Yep. I uh, interviewed that author, too. Did you? I believed him, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? <laughs> all right. So it's an $800 billion speeding ticket. I yeah. I don't think it's a slap on the wrist. I think that uh, that, that freaking hurts. And I think that Rupert Murdoch uh, is, you know, is getting a, a colonic right now to take away some of that sting. Um, I do think also that this is sort of how it works. Uh, the thing that will keep corporations yeah. from allowing this to happen is the liability. And we I, work for a large, uh, all three of us, I think, uh, involved with the same large um, broadcast media uh, corporation. Oh, and there's yeah. all kinds of training films. There's all kinds of don't do this, uh, diversity, yeah, you know, no. don't be a sexist ass and all these things. And I keep having to go to school for these things. And then they test you with emails to see if you'll click on the bait. <laughs> Did you click on one? I clicked on one yesterday. No, never. I clicked on one yesterday and it's, it had the domain name of the company and it was a, we need you all employees to verify their email. And I checked the domain name and it was the correct top level domain name. And then I clicked on it and it went, oh. this was a phishing test <laughs> yes, and you failed. you failed, but I think that's fine. I, I, I mean, I guarantee you the next time this dominion type thing is a temptation. Fox won't do it. No. Mm -mm. No, see, they they've all got the fear of God now yeah. uh, because it set that precedent for accountability. The fear of in God we trust is not exactly the same. <laughs> Nicely, played, it's the fear sir. of God. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's done. And and lastly, Zip wants to do the lighter side of gun control. And I'll set this up. It seems no matter who I talk to, especially for old and white, mm -hmm. but really almost anybody, you're noticing that the 
biggest problem in America seems to be gun violence. Comes in various flavors, mass shootings. Uh, lately, we've had the unintentional, accidental shot the wrong, I, they call it shot the wrong person. Mm. And um, and that's been happening. People wander up to the wrong doorbell, go up the wrong driveway. It sort of seems to me that every night there's a new outrage. And I know I'm a little jaded, but in a country of 330, 40 million people, I imagine just with the normal amount of messed up people that you could make every newscast about that every night, maybe even 10 years ago, if you wanted to. So part of me wonders, is this stuff being played for ratings? And then do people who see it become inspired to become viral stars by doing it as well? Are they, uh, are they influenced by their particular party? If their party's pro-gun, are there just a certain number of wackos out there? And I honestly don't know the answer, and it doesn't seem to be any thoughtful analysis. Uh, I realize that's not the lighter side of gun control. I wish there was the lighter <laughs> side. Um, it really isn't. Uh, well, you know, uh, I guess the lighter side is how do we deal with it without wasting a whole bunch of angst and doing nothing? Because that seems to be what we're stuck in. Ed, you put on your mute, but it looks like you're doing a great voice, but your mic is on mute. <laughs> do what the Australians did. Okay. What do they do? No more fucking guns. So they outlaw them. And there hasn't been a single mass murder or shooting, apparently, uh, since, since they took them all in. Well, so tell me what they did. And did Hillary they go down there and help them? How did it go? <laughs> What did I they? No, seriously. I just know that, they, that there was that there was a one incident that just you know struck an, a chord in a national heart, and they the government they, they, they just gelled. It congealed. It's easier to do down there, I guess. And I'm reading, said, by the way, now because I, I want to have something resembling a fact. Mm -hmm. A person must have a firearm license to possess or use a firearm. License holders must demonstrate genuine reason, which does not include self-defense. Oh, wow. For holding a mm -hmm. firearm license and must not be a prohibited person. Gun laws of Australia. Hmm. And well, Canada is very, very, very strict as well. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to say, growing up in Canada, you know, I, I don't, I do recall there was kind of a mass shooting not too long ago, maybe mm -hmm. six months ago. I have some kind of an awful scene. Well, but other than that. I can see from here where a drone got caught in a tree and there were six or seven Glocks, you know, uh, attached to the drone. So what, what, like my handgun that it was $500 is worth 5,000 on the black market in Canada. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it does happen. Wait a minute. Toronto. What? I thought you said you were going to visit your sister every week. <laughs> No, I'm selling munitions. Side. The no. lighter side of gun control. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, in high school, we had a firing range in the basement. We shot 303 Enfields at targets. And I, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't an, an issue because it was a long mm. gun and, and there was a lot of hunting that goes on in Canada as part of the culture. Hunting is a valid reason. It is. If, if, so if we had Australia's laws. I never hunted with an AK. It really, well, who would it stop? 
it would basically would be uh, let, let's oh. take let's take the bottom line of that law the bottom line is license to carry a firearm just right. treat it like a car well most of the handguns as i understand that that are happening particularly among the kids are no. unlike they're not licensed they're illegal they've got the numbers ground off the whole deal yeah. and uh, they're just everywhere you can get a heater like you can get a ham sandwich they call it in, a heater in detroit no, no in the detroit. police call that a ham sandwich <laughs> it's, it's crazy literally it's well cold. me having lived in vermont for eight years there's a gun culture there, but there's also tons of respect and there's no real gun violence. So yeah. I, I don't know. Dan just typed up and said it's the idiots and the drug addicts and all of that. The modicum of truth. To, to some extent, I think it's that. But I also think it's the media. Not the I, guys, the idiots and the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Guys don't kill people. People kill people. Well, it's true, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but it, you can't kill anybody if there's no knife. I mean, you could choke them, but they probably survive. Zip. Radical non-confrontationalist. Very quiet during this topic that he <laughs> no, suggested. No, I, yeah. You know, now when you were, the kids were young, I mean, you didn't worry about sending them off to school. I mean, I, I do think there's a, if I was a parent, oh, yeah. it would bug the crap out of me oh, to yeah. hear about that all the time and, and active shooter drills and, you know, even you being around a protest, cop, have metal detectors. It's, it's gotten, you know, all right. Off so, the rails. Uh, group consensus. Ed, do the law Australia has. Never going to happen in the U.S., but. No, it won't. Never say never, sir. Just did, and you just added three more. <laughs> <laughs> Two more, sure. actually. But see, I lied, and you got to catch me in those lies, or else they're true. Uh, zip, radical, non confrontationalist. Go ahead. Just. Uh, I mean, at the very least, I, I just cannot wrap my head around automatic weapons in any way, shape, or form in in the general public. Do, uh, Mark says, um, social bonds glue our societies together. It's crucial for politics not to descend into authoritarianism where people openly hate one another like they do in America. I have a lot of problems with that statement, Mark. One, I don't think people hate each other in America. I think people hate each other online. I have so many conservative friends, neighbors, good people. And I, my basic foundational um, value system was conservative. My grandfather worked with Dwight Eisenhower. I, I, I feel that the conservative party kind of left me in a sense when we had a war over weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. Once you lie to me, you know, I'm not going to trust your party again. And I don't trust liberals either because uh, I disagree with the war in Ukraine and Bill Clinton couldn't even keep it in his pants with a hot broad like Hillary as his wife. I've never been able to understand that. <laughs> he starts out I'm childish, I know. You're but, a salty jerk off, you know that, right? <laughs> I have a salty jerk off. But, no, but what I'm saying is there's so much... Um, there's so much hypocrisy that I can't pick a party. I, I, I just don't believe in that. Uh, that's why I call myself a radical centrist. Yeah. I just rather just focus on a solution. Like, I do think that a uh, license to carry a gun is a good idea. I just think, you know, that's not a bad idea. I, I mean, a license to drive a car, a license to carry a gun. I think we'd get over it. You know what? It's as bad to conservatives as Roe v. Wade ending was to liberals yeah and at, and at the end of the analogy. day not that much some 
and probably some horrible stories for some people, but it's still being worked out in the courts. It's still being worked out in state laws. And, you know, if they were licensed to get a gun, I don't think it's the end of the world, even for gun lovers. I don't. No, I just think you have to be careful. Just enforce the, the laws that are on the books, even, you know. Um, yeah, well, now you're now you're getting way out of line, Ed. I'm sorry. Yeah. OK, good night, folks. Well, <laughs> well, we have so many, we have like entire group of con Congress, Senate and Congress that go every year to write thousands of new laws Oh yeah, and enforcing them costs money. Yeah. Just yeah. ask everyone but, who's just ask everyone who joined us for <laughs> 420 day breaking all federal laws. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting way to wrap it up? I mean, mm. technically in most states now, Open violation of federal law is a healthy business. Yeah. Do away with social media. Dan, I love your comments. Uh, exactly, exactly how would we do that in a free society, Dan? No. He's right, though. He's right. Degree. I know he's right, but well, I, I love it. And Ed's right, too, but you can't, as they say in Maine, you can't get that from here. Um, yep. Can I just ask a quick poll question? You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We don't yeah, speak yeah. Polish. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, sir. Um, don't you think... If uh, and again, I don't have a handgun. I don't care to have have a gun personally. That's my own mm. personal thing. But don't you think if you are carrying? By the way, though, his house is rigged like that kid's house in Home Alone. <laughs> don't try to break in. I'm just telling you, you will slip. You will you will break your collarbone. You will be in an ambulance before you know it. You're in okay. defense. Okay, just want yeah. to protect your house. Go ahead. Uh, no, the point is. I just think if you have a weapon on your person and you're in a situation in a confrontation, yeah. yes, too easy. You cannot tell me that you aren't acutely aware of you've got the ultimate. Excuse the term Trump Equal, yeah. of any confrontation. The and you're right, much you know. more likely, rather than to try to de-escalate the situation, just put a cap on it. Bad. But but they teach you when they train you though. Do do not pull it ever unless you intend to use it. That's right. That's right. And then use it yeah. twice. Ba boom. Ba boom. Mm. Somehow I, I just, think Ed is packing, I, and I, I think no, I'm not. Yeah. But it's yeah. I'm in. I'm at home. It's in the safe. You know. Yeah, but, you're uh, also in Detroit. So yeah, some also in Detroit. Right. That concludes the lighter side of gun control. I don't think we <laughs> solved anything, but but I think it was a more frank conversation. Um, Next up, uh, we're going to close out 420 day. Yeah, Tilo, Tiloan. One of the many things that separated us from England and colonial oppression was our right to bear arms and militia, Minutemen. I think that should be preserved because you need a musket, you know, when somebody comes to the door. I, you know, I have no problem. I have no problem with what he's saying, except that uh, the militiamen should have a driver's license and they maybe should register their musket. I don't really have a problem. Um, you know, this whole, it's got to be unregulated and we've got to protect the black market. That's the part I don't understand. So just call protect me. Goofy. The black market. Yeah. Well, we're protecting the black market by making it easy to funnel them in there. Yeah. I, and I by the way, there'll always be a black market. I know that response too. Yes. There'll always be a black market. Just ask Ed. He can get anything on the streets of Detroit. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> and he takes stuff over to over to Canada and sells it for 10x every time. <laughs> That's good. You I don't have any know. trouble with the Migra. Good. 
All right. Lighter side of gun control. Thank you, everybody, for texting us. Uh, I really appreciate you joining us. I do want to say this. uh, The Bob is up show with Kelly continues. Uh, We've made a few changes. Um, We're going to have some more guests. We had Andrew today, but uh, I'm actually booking some really interesting people. It was really fun to have Kristen Key on. Oh, she was great. And uh, John Medina. And uh, as time goes on, we're going to um, evolve this show because Spike is full time with Cairo with uh with Jack um uh, Jack Stein and doing the midday show um he's very very busy and so what I'm going to do for those of you watching these streams is get together with Spike and Joe and just do our little nostalgia thing once in a while and in addition to that I do a weekend show with Zip I have been asked to come on the radio and do a break once a week. And all of this is fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also trying to, and I don't know if you guys realize this, but as I get older, I've become a little less fun. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I think your kids stole it all. <laughs> well, I was listening. I was looking at nostalgic old radio show I saw, videos. I saw the show. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, couple things happen like when you get sick like i did a year and a half ago that's annoying mm-hmm. and prior to that various medical issues kind of made me just grumpy plus i was really anti-media for a while when you leave a show and i'm yep. not comparing myself to john stewart <laughs> there is no comparison so because uh, i suck and he's a genius <laughs> he is a genius but uh, but i am comparing to the, the sense that he walked away from that show because he was kind of tired of the um the divisiveness and the butting heads and, 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 and like he got tired of it and a little bored with it and i was too and so uh, but then i realized just be an asshole <laughs> and try to make everything funny and even if you fall flat on your face trying to be funny it's better than being angry yes and that's where the radical centrist label comes from Mm -hmm. he's like i i don't don't know are all you kind of a little sick of how grumbling and annoying and everybody is and mad and and this side's right and that side's wrong i don't know i've gotten away from it i've Turned, I mean, I, I watch so little TV and so little political TV now. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get it in written form because it's it's that lure, you know, it's yeah. that dopamine thing. And it's also it's, helpful that you have a beautiful young woman who lives with you. <laughs> you guys can get into all kinds of pop culture that her, genera- <laughs> her generation doesn't even know who Tucker Carlson is. <laughs> she, she never watches television, ever. Yeah, that's right. I, I, literally, and by the way, 30-year-olds... I'm envious of them because they stream, they don't buy cable packages. And uh, could you stop putting this guy complimenting me up there, please? It's very (laughs) distracting. Thank you. Um, Some of it is, uh, here's a story about symphony orchestra. I don't remember which city it was, but it was a city very famous, known for its huge symphony orchestra. There's one in Boston. There's the Boston Pops. There's the Seattle Symphony Orchestra. I assume you have a big one in Detroit. Yes, we do. Detroit Philharmonic. Right. And the PR, the people who ran the nonprofit of the Symphony Orchestra, were getting very worried because they looked at their demographics. They started doing a study. It's all blue hairs. 
I like when I'm trying to get to someplace slowly and he just goes, boom. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Uh, What they saw is they were freaked out at their demographics because their average uh, new subscriber was 50. And then their, and then then their median age was somewhere around 60 something or whatever it was. And it freaked them out because we've got to get our average new subscriber and our median age down because our customers and every baby boomer knows this one are dying off. And so, um, so they did all these studies and all these marketing studies and they did all this reach out and, 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 and all this extensive marketing to bring in younger people. And I'm paraphrasing, but I think it was like 10 years later, they had the same number of patrons and the average age was 50. Yeah. And what it was is as you get to a certain age, you reach a different stage of life and your tastes change. So if you've wondered why old white guys say, get off my lawn, (laughs) and now with the recently added, or I'll fucking shoot you to get on the news. Well, you did it. Mission accomplished. (laughs) If you wonder that, it's like, it's sort of an old guy thing. And I'm an old guy, but I don't want to be an old guy. I want to think like a 30 year old. I I can't do it. I can't get my input the way Ed Kelly is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i can't have a i can't have a living the words a, a living my, culture a, you know a living culture what do you call it uh stew yeah i was thinking um someone F-O-L. to bridge the gap between my me and, <laughs> and another but but you know what i mean young people have lives they care about their families they're raising their children they know what's important and i think we have a i think we have media issues I think we do have, you know, we need to help people who are on drugs and um, yeah. idiots like that. Um, Vancouver's doing it. And are they? Yeah. You can get, they've got safe space. If you love Canada so much, why do you only go there to visit your sister and sell contraband weapons? Okay, I'm gone. I'll see you. I'll, <laughs> I, I can still do this from, yeah. from the other side. No, know? Canada's better. So you came yeah, here to infiltrate us. Just to over there, Bob. Right the <laughs> oh, yeah, you're so close to Canada. I, I can swim there from here. <laughs> but they shoot me in the water. All right. So anyway, uh, that's the lighter side of gun control. I think we did a few jokes. <laughs> Your son did most of them. That's <laughs> oh, great. Uh, it's great having you all here. Uh, I want to remind you to visit our YouTube channel. It's at Bob River Show. Please like and subscribe. Uh, on Facebook, you can get us on demand too anytime. It's just that you have to, you know, go click on my page and scroll down for the them in the past because Facebook is a, it's a streaming service that basically, you know. Uh, Don't we all need a streaming service? But because we have so many grandparents in our audience, yeah. uh, <laughs> we thought we were just going to do YouTube, but Facebook literally thousands of people. Uh, I'll watch on Facebook. And then, and then we have like, uh, we're up to like 300, 400, 500 on YouTube right now. And then we have, uh, close to a thousand on our, that still stay with the audio. They're like, I've seen pictures of Bob and Sip and Ed, and I prefer to go with no picture. <laughs> Just audio, please. Yeah. Theater of the mind, please. Yeah. The, audio, the audio people. So it adds up to two, three, four thousand people, depending on the episode. And we, we appreciate your patronage. You can uh, stop by patreon.com slash Bob Rivers if you want to make a contribution. I do want to make some like, I want to make a video theme song. I want to make some production stuff. And yeah. it's basically a GoFundMe for that 
if you can help out. And Ed has graciously said that he would do a an answering machine message. Um, I don't know who you are. Sans AI. I don't know what you want. If it's money, Bob's got more of it than I do. Leave a message. Beep. <laughs> How about um, Boner the Clown? That's my favorite. Hi, kids. I'm sorry. I'm busy making balloon animals. <laughs> Leave a message. Beep. You don't have the horn? <laughs> okay, thank you. I love the horn. See, I, it's like a fetish of mine. <laughs> what do they call it? Is it AMSR or ASMR? ASMR. ASMR. It's just yeah. autonomous that, meridian sensory response. Those characters can transform you uh, in a way. Like the, uh, like the, I'm in love with that alien character now. I don't know which game he's from, but the gibberish one. Yeah. Uh, what I love is on Star Trek when they have a character like that and then there are subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, translating into English. I think he's saying I'm going to blow your ship out of the sky. But, and you have to put that hermit crab on your head too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. And they have to memorize that crap. All right. Know? We're going to close out the show with perhaps. The most popular twisted tune of all time. Be well, everybody. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And uh, I love this. I love what's his name on NBC. Be kind to each other. And oh, yes. That's be kind to one another. I forget what he says. Uh, David kinda, Muir. I don't know. It's kind of, yeah. What does he say? I forgot. Kind of watch out for one, one another. another. Yeah. I think it's be kind to one another or something. Yeah. It's, yeah. Be it's kind a, to each other or something. It's very hallmark. It's very Hallmark. It's, it's, we need more of that. Okay. Cheers, everybody. All right. Wait a minute. Why did that pause? I don't right. know. That's I'm going to try again. Perfect 420 parody song. A perfect 420 parody song. Here we go. <laughs> I love this one. Alanis Morissette loves this one. God had long hair and a goatee And if his eyes were pretty glazed If he looked spaced out, would you buy his story? Would you believe he had an eye infection? And yeah, yeah, God looks baked, yeah You're muted. We're all muted. Can't hear you, Bob. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh. So I had to stop that because it was um, stuttering and up. stopping and in mono and all the things I hate. We can fix uh, it in post. We'll fix it. Well, no, we won't because this is live no. streaming. No, ah! yeah. Yeah. That's like when the when you go to see Cirque du Soleil and the ambulance comes. <laughs> It takes the trapeze uh, performer to the hospital. You yeah. don't fix that in post. You just, you just you just yeah. call your Russian embassy and get another contortionist. 
come and replace that one. Anyway, that's What If God Smoked Cannabis, probably the number one twisted tune of all time. Thank you to Dave for helping us, by the way. Yes, David, yes. thank you. Under the kindness of his best. heart while his plants grow peacefully <laughs> in the background. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>